Welcome back to Freeze Frame episode 35, the show where we take a stop to take a moment. I totally read that one. We stop to take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. I'm your host, James Walmer, and today I'm joined by the king of collectibles, Ryder Maldonado. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> dude, you got you got him going on. You don't really advertise him as much anymore, Ryder. I feel like when you stream back in the day, you used to have him like kind of like displayed yeah. out more. But uh, I miss him. I miss him. You should bring him oh, out, yeah. like, just in the, in shop more. Yeah, they're still there. I'll have to bring them up, especially for, like, Halloween, you know, like, little little critters yeah. and stuff. Little, hey, what's up? Like, in the frame. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, before we get into it, um, thank you so much for listening on audio platforms. Make sure to give us a review on there. Drop a comment on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Hop in our Discord to stay up to, get up to date and join our community. Uh, we have a TikTok with quick updates and news on anything pop culture, games, movies, everything we talk about here. We give a little bit of a snippet of on our TikTok. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow us on Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, Ryder, do you know our handles off the top of your head? Uh, Instagram should be strictly casual official. And then I think the uh, Twitter should be strictly under uh, strictly casual. But there's something weird with our Twitter because the our username is strictly casual. But someone else has strictly casual in all caps, and it kind of, I don't know, it messes up with ours, where if you search it, it doesn't really come up. But I'm sure if you search so casual, you'll find a tweet. Y'all know the logo. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know the logo. Mm-hmm. Guys, we got a lot of top topics to talk about. Yeah, Today, yeah. we got Uncharted. We're talking about, we're talking about Disney, Marvel, all the works. Um, but do we want to get into the ad read right now? Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about kind of our three main okay. things and then before we'll we get into our... the actual news okay. give everybody that. gotcha first thing we got gotcha, up gotcha. here uncharted brand new trailer just dropped and we have a reaction to that up on our channel if you guys want to check that out but mm-hmm. uh we've seen the trailer and uh i want to hear your thoughts james because have you played the games first of all yes and i have okay okay I've so played... i actually binged the world it. oh that okay. was like the fastest i had ever went through a games franchise was oh. with the uncharted games wow okay so you're very i went familiar. through i went through all four in like one summer okay okay that's cool yeah yeah it was cool uh did you notice that in the trailer it seems like they're pulling a lot of elements from all the games yes surprisingly because i i saw an article i heard something where this movie has been in development for many many years before like when like the first or second game came out and that now it's finally being made and you know there's new games but it's kind of funny how they're kind of copying some of the elements from the newer games when it doesn't seem like script stem from that originally you know what i mean like I don't, well I don't so what i heard was that i heard that this movie was going to be a sort of origin story for nathan drake mm-hmm. this was focused on a Na- younger nathan drake before he really got into the whole business of treasure hunting mm-hmm. and doing what he does in the games however when you look at the trailer a lot of the set pieces are from the games like the iconic plane scene mm-hmm. is in the trailer like the <laughs> all the cargo falling out and nathan drake is oh i'm sorry and Nathan Drake is like climbing all over it, trying to get back to the plane. It's just, I'm like, I'm really confused as to where this movie is going or how mm-hmm. they're going to try and siphon. Are, are they going to try and siphon the three games, four games oh, yeah, yeah. into yeah. one, into one film? I know, right? Kind of bring all the elements. Will there be sequels? Are they planning for that? Like kind of waiting to see, or is it just like a one-off type dealio? But I hope <laughs> I, I don't even know if I want this movie to be good anymore. Like, most of the time, I would never prey upon a movie's downfall. Yeah, yeah. But, like, this just... I don't want this to be representative of Uncharted. Franchise. Yeah, true, true. It seems more like a like a industry-type 
uh, homage to the game, but like don't make it be canon or not canon, but don't make it be, you know, uh, an arm of the Uncharted franchise. <laughs> make it separate. Well, like I just, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I hate. Yeah. I hate. I don't think Tom yeah, Holland's yeah. a very good actor. Uh, I don't oh, think okay. Mark Wahlberg yeah. is a very good actor. Uh-huh. Um, and they're definitely not the characters. Like Tom Holland's not Nathan Drake, mm-hmm. and Mark Wahlberg sure as hell isn't Sully. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel that. Yeah, it's kind of like Tomb Raider. I don't know if you saw Tomb Raider and you liked that one. That one was. I didn't. Like I didn't watch Tomb Raider. That one was. That one's pretty good. I enjoyed that one. But I like the actress as mm-hmm. um as Lara Croft. Yeah, it's definitely good casting, and I think that they yeah, they really matched great. up. They they really copied the game like almost beat for beat. I'd say, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, this one this one seems like a combination of them. It seems weird, but uh, I guess we'll have to see more footage. 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 <laughs> we'll see more footage of him. Because, uh, yeah, he does... Uh, it's hard to get past Spider-Man with that kid. You know what I mean? It's hard. Dude, he just... He's, he's so Spider-Man. young. Yeah. He looks he looks like a teenager. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, guys. And he's always acting young. And it's like... Yeah. How like, his <laughs> his, vo- his vocal register is just higher. So, like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa! And I'm like, dude, you're like... Hey, guys. Go back to... I got you. <laughs> like, hey, guys. What's up? We're gonna go steal some treasure. Whoa. Some treasure. That's five billion years. Even Mark Wahlberg, too, kind of has that same... That's five billion easy. Yeah, we can do it. Hey, kid, get your get your hand out of here. You look like an idiot. It's <laughs> my it's dumb impression. It's fucking it's hokey. <laughs> it's hokey. Yeah. It's hokey. I think that's a perfect that's a that's a perfect uh, exa- uh, description of the film. Well, I mean, you know, let us know what y'all think about Uncharted. You got our thoughts there. Now moving on. But to luckily, s- we got. Hey, yeah, you already you already. But know. luckily, we witnessed this cinematic masterpiece. Mwah. Mwah, mwah. that is dune, dune. <laughs> let's talk about it so when did you uh, see it and did you see it imax or, or how did you experience the film last night 6 p.m walked into amc glendora Ooh. into the imax theater uh-huh. took my uh-huh. little pee before pee break beforehand i didn't have to go but i forced myself mm-hmm. because i knew what i was getting into mm-hmm. and i buckled up and stayed on the edge of my seat for the entire time. It was fantastic. I I agree. I, I it was funny. I think I, I looked at the text as soon as y'all finished, and then I got out. I think we all said the same thing. We we're like, "Holy, holy the shit!" Same, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, 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 thank you for saying it. But yeah, we both, <laughs> all three of us, just sexed that same thing, and it was like, "Yep, that's that's really you know, no spoilers, but yeah, when it comes to I mean, the, the conversation of sequels and stuff." You know, it's yeah. safe to say, I think the film was packed. Was How was the film? Was it packed? I mean, the theater, the audience? Oh, yeah, or... the theater was pretty packed. Oh, that's good. Okay. okay. I mean, obviously, as packed as it could be with COVID, mm-hmm. you know, spacing, which, by the way, like, this is a tangent, mm-hmm. but the COVID spacing is the best thing that ever happened because it means I don't have to sit next to random people oh, yeah. I don't know. Just stretch out. At Chinese Theater, exactly. it was not. It was it was seat to seat, dude. Like, really? corner, bottom corner. To the top mm-hmm. corner. I've never seen it that. But I mean, I did see it that packed back in Avengers Endgame. Like I've never seen a theater that packed. So it was pretty crazy. So well, uh, I bet that was an experience because the sound, was. the sound and Hans Zimmer's mm-hmm. score, amazing, was powerful. Absolutely. Like you could feel it. I don't know. You know. The yeah. Face, it was yeah. like you feel like when ships were flying over, you could feel like they were really there. Uh, also, uh, the silence too. Like I'm sure you the noticed. Si- the, oh, the silence yeah, there was were amazing. like three moments specifically mm-hmm. when it is dead silent. Yeah, and like everyone's in the theater could, just dead. Yeah, you could hear like little like chatter from mm-hmm. outside of the theater. That's yeah. how quiet it was. 
I really appreciated that. I love that. Oh my God. Just like really masterful, like crafting (laughs) of this film. Like Hmm. the shot, like one, I was trying to vent about this. The costume design. Oscar Isaac Um, was, I was, was, my jaw was dropped every time he was on the screen. (laughs) Everyone just looks so good all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie, I was talking to Vincent about this, is so big. Yeah. Like, in terms of scale, in terms of like like world scale, mm-hmm. but also like every time, like all these shots, all these ships, like these uh, locales, and everything is just every set is so huge that you just feel, as Vincent said, like feel like a tiny peanut. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Did you feel but like a little peanut watch? You feel so small because mm-hmm. this world is so big, and it's it's so believable too. And I think that's a lot of that credit, it goes to Denis Villeneuve, but it also goes to Frank Herbert, the original author mm. of the, the of the book, uh, for just crafting this world that's so deep and so rich and it has such like like deep politics and culture. Like mm-hmm. this, what, one thing I'll say about this movie is like, it makes, I mean, for myself, I'm speaking personally, is it made me want to read the book because I know there's stuff that I like missed in the movie. Like I yeah. know there's, because there's a lot of like, lingo and like jargon that is like very specific to this world mm-hmm. that like you wouldn't like i there's stuff that i had no idea what they were talking about because i was just mm-hmm. like i got the general context but like i need to go through this movie with subtitles i need to go through because in the book dune there is like a there's an actual like index of oh, like wow. of terms in the back of the book wow. for like all the stuff you mm-hmm. can look at because so much of it is like yeah, yeah, you, like, like the, the witches I have no... and like their whole backstory. Yeah, like, the like... Witch, what what is a truth sayer? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the voice. What did that stem from? Is that just inherently there? Is it just because the witches? That's their power. Or like, well, I think that's know, like, I think, I think that some of that more stuff is like, like, um, I think that stuff is more maybe gets context as the franchise continues. To oh, like... yeah, okay. But also, the Dune is the first book in a series of like. I don't know three other books, or yeah, a, okay, mm-hmm. of three books of within this whole universe. Mm-hmm. So the universe continues to like go on and tell stories within it. But I think Dune, in a lot of ways, is what I want. I mean, maybe this is a poor comparison, mm-hmm. but like everything that I want out of Star Wars. So like everything that I feel like Star Wars is lacking in, mm-hmm. that I'm a heavy critic of Star Wars for, <laughs> I find my place in Dune. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree because I think you can find the comparison. The big thing was kind of the Messiah type vibe, and I know that that was some mm-hmm. critique that people had, but mm-hmm. I personally love setups in film where the future you will be something, and like oh, I could see a movie down the line. Like they did that in Episode Seven with the Force and her being a Jedi and and Finn being a Jedi and all this setup. And yeah, you know, some could say that it kind of it flopped and it didn't deliver on that promise. But this film is setting up a lot of promises, like. You know, like him looking into the future with him and uh, Zendaya's character and like, you know, the, the the big battle. And there's a lot of setup and like he's going to be the ultimate powerful guy to control the galaxy. And it's like, oh, I can't like I want to see that film, you know. And so that's I think. So we think. On. So, yeah. So, we so, think. so we've been told so we've been told because true. this movie does. I'll say like I can't say much more than this, but this movie does play tricks on you. It does. This movie right. plays a lot of tricks lot. on mm-hmm. you. It switches a lot. It messes mm-hmm. with your mind. It's very psychedelic sometimes. There's a lot of visions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of 
dreams. Like that's Paul Atreides' whole thing is he sees dreams and some things happen, some things don't happen. Um, And it's very like you really have to pay. That's the thing is like this is not a casual movie experience. You really need to pay attention Mm -hmm. to like everything going on. I also I I need to mention this just because of how much of an impact I think this movie is going to have on culture is I was talking to Venom like we think this has potential to be like a Lord of the Rings style like this is a this is going to be a classic like we can't Mm. obviously there's recency bias obviously there's like time will tell how this movie ages in the grand scheme but we both believe that this movie is going to be a classic like when we're when we have kids and we tell them like these are the (laughs) movies we have like these are our Mm. family movies that like matter to us like dune is going to be one of those films mm-hmm. and i mean i guess i'm gonna make my kids read the book it's, it'll be like so in that respect i guess it'll be like Little lord of the rings yeah. even more is or harry potter like mm-hmm. you have to read the books yeah you know but also we're gonna really enjoy these movies together mm-hmm. and it's but even then like it's tough because dune is so much more of a mature story Absolutely. like the politics going on are like so they're so complex mm-hmm. like it's, it's i'm a, trying to follow adults. them throughout the movie and i'm like I just don't have enough information mm-hmm. to really like to really fall. And maybe I don't think that's a critique of the film, though, no. because there's so like there's so much there that you cannot build context around because Frank Herbert in the original story does not like take breaks to give you context. He says, this is where this comes from. But like, that's a separate resource that I have over here in this like list of information. Like, you know, i I don't know. I can't say enough yeah, good yeah. things yeah. about this. Um, no, except for the fact, like, I understand the original. Maybe this is this is more of a critique of the original story rather than the okay. Denis Villeneuve adaptation. But like, it is kind of a little bit of a white savior e, um, yeah, uh-huh. film similar to like a, like any other like a native with like a outside individual coming in to like save the native population mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh through this <laughs> through this like messiah type you know yeah. um complex with T- timothy chalamet's character um i i think the way they do it is a little more respectful than mm-hmm. previous because timothy chalamet wants to like be um be like like go into this culture and like you know kind of um um learn from them yeah, he and, genuinely like, wants be, to cares be integrated about the and, he cares about the people yeah. is very like integrated in them but um the whole thing with white savior is its dependence on like i'll just say for like the yeah. um i'll just say to generalize is like the white man like they're dependent on the white man for salvation yeah yeah no i i get you i hear you Wow, that's fantastic. Well, if that doesn't sell you on checking out Dune, <laughs> I don't know what else will. That was great, I'm, James. Thanks. I'm crazy about this movie. <laughs> no, that was great. I'm yeah, crazy. I, I, and I agree with you 100%. You know, this, this is a fantastic film. It needs to be seen in a theater, an IMAX with a crowd. And uh, then, you know, then you can watch it on your HBO Max and kind of pick it apart after. But you got to see mm-hmm. it in the theater. That's what I'd say. But thank you for that. Well, moving on now, we can kind of get into uh, uh, less than un- a very unfortunate headline that popped up this week. And uh, mm-hmm. that is the headline of the director of photography for the a new film that's in the works, Rust. Her name is Helena Hutchins, has recently been killed on the set in New Mexico after Alec Baldwin accidentally discharged a prop gun and... Uh, killing her unfortunately uh, this is coming from the santa fe sheriff's department i'm sure you've heard about it online um you know we can kind of get into a little bit of our, our thoughts on the matter i guess it's it's a very it's it's a hard a lot of directors spoke about it you know on twitter and they were voicing their thoughts on how unfortunate this this sort of ordeal is you know it's it's sad that it's not rare 
we do see this a lot, you know, especially with on sets. There are unfortunate accidents that happen. Um, we have Alec Baldwin's statement here. If you want to, you, you can feel free to read it, you know, and what he said following the events. This is from his Twitter, what he came out with. If you care to read it. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I was looking at more stuff about oh, it. That's good. I, uh, you guys um, are good. Where's it? Yeah, you just go ahead and read okay. it. Okay. Uh, so right here, <laughs> saying, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police, investigating to address how this tragedy occurred, and I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loves Helena. Very unfortunate. Very sad. Very unfortunate. You're looking up some it stuff. Is there anything that you... Yeah, there's a, there's a lot like going on. It, it was kind of a bad situation leading up to it just because um, it's a lot of people are saying that um, here I should cite my sources um, like CNN and LA Times both mm -hmm. like um, talked about how the set was kind of they're rushing the process mm -hmm. um, of like getting this movie done. They movie done and they didn't really take the time to go over like gun safety on set. And so, like, that wasn't really a big uh, priority for them as going mm -hmm. through this. So it was kind of like a, it was a shaky situation leading up to it. And then uh, a crew member did yell cold gun as he handed Alec Baldwin the prop weapon, indicating that the gun was, like, safe, that it wasn't, that had no live ammo in it. Um, I There's a New York Post article saying Alec Baldwin ignored the number one rule of gun safety. Uh, like, there's just a lot of, like, even, like, there's a lot of controversy on, like, how this happened and like whether it was a setup and um, mm. who if if there is someone like like who just basically like who's responsible for for this and what can yeah. they do to like yeah. make sure it doesn't happen again mm -hmm. like what you know what are the things that didn't happen in terms of gun safety like or maybe like people are even going as far as to say like oh it was planned to like but I just, there's no motive for that yeah, so, yeah. at least to my knowledge mm -hmm. but, um yeah, I think it's 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 very unfortunate. And it's very sad to hear, and 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 you know, it's always crazy when something like this happens to see how the public is reacting to it, and how you know the blame is being shifted and all this stuff. But mm -hmm. I genuinely feel like you know this sort of thing is is uh, impossible accident that you know could have been prevented, but uh, is you know into the the hands of the weapon itself. I mean, yes, the person who handled it, you know, I, I don't mean to say that it's not the person who handled it, but you know what I mean? Like, at least for mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin's side, like, you know, you, you put your faith in that sort of thing. You put your confidence in that sort of thing, and you don't you don't expect something like that to happen. So I, I think it's unfortunate for him to live with that sort of thing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I was like, man, that's that sucks. Like, it's... Yeah. it's Words can't describe, but... We'll yeah, it's really... It's really hard, and, and like, I... My heart goes out to the Obviously, um, what's her name? Helena Hutchinson. Mm -hmm. Helena Hutchins. Mm -hmm. um, to her family, as well as uh, Alec Baldwin and what he's going through. Because although, like, yeah, he could have, he could have, like, he could have, should have made sure it was, like, truly cold. But, like, the, like, he didn't. And yeah, yeah. he's got to, like, live with that. So mm -hmm. that's really tough. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, moving on now, guys. We have our news. We have all of our news that we got to get into now. We have surprisingly Marvel. Marvel's always Marvel's come back strong today. Kind of always in the move. Always yeah, in the news. Yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> we have our DC fandom recap and uh, kind of break down all the events. We reacted to that whole event. That's on our YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, 
the whole event as well as some of a our four training. hour long event yeah 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 we were two hours in and we we're like let's see how much longer this is and we we're like four hours we gotta stop crazy. and we ended mm -hmm. it but we do have our trailer reactions up but before we get started we have a special message for all you guys and gals listening at home <laughs> do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat in halloween it's shaving your balls with anything other than manscaped when it comes to below the waist grooming there's no need to carve your pumpkins this halloween because manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience grow from, <laughs> grow <laughs> go from a bite-sized candy bar to a king-sized candy bar and join the two million men worldwide going to manscaped.com for 20 percent off and free shipping with the code strictly casual that's right freeze frame is brought to you by manscaped here on the channel we're very grateful to manscaped Let's get into this. Let's get into uh, some of the tech of going on. James, have you been using some of the products? What's been your experience with them so far? And are you looking forward to getting any new product in your in your sites? Anything that you want to acquire? <laughs> I so first of all, yeah, I love my lawnmower 4.0, and you I'm a little crazy. I'm a little crazy. My hair is really fine. I don't have thicky hair, so the guards the guards don't really like. They just are a little too, uh, a little too safe for me. Oh, um, yeah, I, gotta, I, yeah. I really got to get down in there with, without a guard. You're not supposed to use a guard, but I just really, <laughs> crazy. it's really necessary that I mm -hmm. don't use a guard. Um, especially like on my, like when I move up from, from the family jewels to the, mm -hmm. to the torso. Um, and I, I went in the shower the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was perfect. It got, especially because like sometimes the light is a little spotty in the shower so boom, it's got that little light on the end, mm -hmm. so you can just see what you're doing. Never get any missed spots. You got a little, you got a little LED light on there, and it guides <laughs> oh, your yeah. path. You never, never do you wrong. Yeah, absolutely. They um, have uh, their advanced skin safe technology, as they call it, and mm -hmm. uh, it's very safe. Honestly, like take it from somebody, and I talk about it all the time. I'm always scared with razors and stuff like this, but I mean the technology, all their stuff that they have, even the weed whacker that they recently gave us, we're grateful for that. I mean, you can put it in your nose, your ears, you know, to clean off the hair. Doesn't even hurt. Nothing. Nothing bothers you. It's, it's forget fantastic. about it. Yeah, Just forget, forget about, about it. it. It's great. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And they have they have all kinds of products. The performance package 4.0, which is kind of a whole uh, package. I had some cousins that were asking me about this. They have like a whole kind of ordeal.io You know, comes with a bag, a shirt, uh, some underwear, depending on the package that you choose. It has you know all the stuff that you would want. It's pretty cool. And uh, you know, you can take it to travel, or you can have it at home and uh, have a nice little kit there, all ready to go. Yeah, I I'm kind of looking at that uh, shed travel bag. Yeah, because yeah, I just my cool. I think what I got going on right now is just a little, just a little small for all my, all my products. I gotcha. think Shed Travel gotcha. Bag would do very nicely. Mm -hmm. I also love the boxers. Oh yeah, I mean, boxer briefs. We can't are talk, so nice. We can't talk better about them. What's the <laughs> phrase? It so can't say enough good can't things. Can't say enough good them. things about. It. Thank you. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Well, yeah. If you want to do our last little bit here, <laughs> of course. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code strictly casual. That's all one word, strictly casual at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code strictly casual at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Love to see it. <laughs> Thank you, Manscaped, for uh, sponsoring us. We appreciate you guys. Anyways, continuing on now to our major news, we can get into it. And uh, let's rush through our, no, not rush through, but let's start getting into our first headline. Hayden Christensen will be appearing in a Soka series for Disney Plus. Now, this is just breaking news. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it came from yesterday. And uh, yeah, we already know Hayden Christensen is going to return in the Obi-Wan show. So this is uh, pretty crazy that like he's going to be more of a prominent prominent face in uh, the future of Disney Plus. Do we have a timeline on what, like, what part of Ahsoka's <clears throat> life the show will take place in? 
this is going to be following the Mandalorian. So now she's on a journey oh, to okay. look. She's you know she's older now, and uh, I assume maybe there's flashbacks. You know maybe you know when Clone. So Wars this era. means Hayden Christensen. Okay, so that was what would it would either be like be, yeah, either selecting. we're seeing Hayden Christensen as Vader, mm -hmm. or we're seeing Hayden Christensen in flashbacks. Yeah, to the as Clone Wars. Clone Wars form you know what i mean like that'd be really cool yeah too. yeah so that'd people, be really people cool. were talking you know who could be a lot uh younger live action ahsoka which would probably oh line yeah up better you know what i mean i think that makes sense mm -hmm. so that'd be kind of cool but either way i think it, it's safe to say we'll see him as flashbacks because this is like you know way way after vader's death and everything mm -hmm. you know um oh right sorry i always for some reason think that mandalorian mm -hmm. takes place between uh four and five <coughs> or sorry yeah, three yeah. and four mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it or, takes, it, you know, actually it takes place after episode, yeah, episode six. It takes place after, yeah. after, so Luke and every, after yeah, six all, before after seven. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, it's like five years or something like that, or months. I don't know. I, I, it was a specific timeline that I used to remember, but now I completely Yeah, forgot. it's before six and, or sorry, after six before seven. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> there we go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you want to take this last one? Danny DeVideo, Danny DeVideo. <laughs> Danny DeVideo, hey, Danny DeVideo. If he owned a video store, that'd be his nickname. Danny DeVideo. Uh, Danny DeVito joins the scary good cast of Disney's Haunted Mansion. Uh, the cast already consists of Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson, wow, I am all over the place today. Owen Wilson, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, Rosario Dawson, and Lakeith Stanfield. It's a great cast. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I know nothing about this movie, writer. Yeah, I think this is all they have so far. Like, it's just a live action, you know, remake doing Haunted Mansion again, and uh, they're building the cast still. We don't, we don't really what know too much. A remake? I, I, yeah, I don't think um, I ever watched the original Haunted Mansion. Well, the one that I'm talking about at least is uh, the Eddie Murphy one. Uh, that was a favorite of mine back a while ago. He goes there in the, the house and it's all. Oh, <laughs> I never saw that movie. It's pretty good. It's a fun one. I'd recommend it to oh, anybody. I recognize um, this. Uh, I recognize this cover. Mm -hmm. yeah dvd yeah i think so lakeith and tiffany them two are the main actor and actresses and then like rosario owen danny devito they're all kind of uh oh and the haunted mansion in disneyland mm -hmm. is reminiscent of the one in the movie yeah i think they made the movie off of the the ride yeah kind of like oh they did mm -hmm. and then they kind of added elements of the movie to the ride so you know okay. synergy <laughs> yeah all right that's fun mm -hmm. Uh, let's see. Okay. Moving on now, we have our Marvel news. We have a couple big headlines here. Uh, first and foremost, we have a lot of Marvel delays that happened. They announced this, uh, you know, during the week, and you know they're shifting over their slate, so it's not too bad. It's not like bad news. Doctor Strange moved to May sixth instead of March of twenty twenty two. Thor: Love and Thunder, July eighth, twenty twenty two. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever moves to November eleventh. Uh, the Marvels will now drop on February seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Ant Man: The Wasp, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. And uh, James Gunn confirms that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is not being delayed from May 5th, 2023. <laughs> so you're going to have Guardians in May and then Ant-Man in July. Pretty crazy. Wow. You're nuts. Uh, yeah, um, this is... Uh... Oh, yeah, sorry. You, you good. No, you're fine. Um, is this because of the strike or is this because of other things? Uh, they, they asked Kevin Feige recently at the Eternals premiere, like, is it a yeah. strike? Is it bad news? Delays? And he's like... They already have all these slots. He said, we have all these slots planned out for the future. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's not wrong to say, let's just move them back a slot and give it more time to to work on it. But there's nothing wrong with it. So 
you know, huh. so, I guess he's being yes. safe about it. So maybe it, it could be the strikes. It could be, uh, uh, apparently they were saying Dr. Strange and Spider-Man did uh, screen tests and that the story was a little, a little shaky so that they're doing, they're doing reshoots on Dr. Strange to fix the story. So maybe it's timing. Okay. Maybe, maybe safe, but who knows? I, hmm. I think, hey, give him more time rather than release the film and have it bomb. <laughs> I Which agree. I doubt it will. Anyways, okay, you can take these next. Cool. Um, did you go through all these or just the delays? Uh, yeah, just the delays. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three starts shooting. Confirms Chris Pratt. Very cool. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three set turns out too big to use the Mandalorian's <laughs> pioneering VFX technology as planned. What does that even mean? So <laughs> they uh, they recently interviewed James Gunn, uh, talking to uh -huh. him about you know the future of what he's working on, and they asked him, "Are you using the the volume that the, the Mandalorian used? You know the the screens for the sets and how they kind of pioneered sure. that for the show?" And he was like, "No, actually, the the sets were using too big to even use it." So I put that oh, in there because wow. I was like, "Wow, can I imagine what they look like?" Like, wow, it's I bet there were some crazy mm -hmm. set pieces. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for them. Mm -hmm. Sony adds two untitled Marvel movies to their release calendar. So we don't have actual titles for these. We just have mm -hmm. the the time slot for mm -hmm. the movies. So we have June 23rd, 2023, and we have October 6th, 2023. And it's important to note that Craven the Hunter was already planned for January 2023. So now in 2023, we have, uh, we have the Marvels in February. We have Ant-Man and the Wasp in July. Oh. And then we have... Uh, James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in May, May 5th. Jeez. And then we have June and October and, it's oh, January. Stacked. It's stacked, to say the least. <laughs> and that I, is a stacked year. I don't doubt that. I don't know, because with Sony, like, Venom is happening, right? And we have, you know, in between uh, Shang-Chi and Eternals, and I feel like Sony mm -hmm. is doing their own Marvel thing, and they, they kind of really don't care about the MCU release date. So I, I feel like these people were talking about maybe Spider-Man 4, as well mm -hmm. as a Sinister Six film. They, they is kind of confirmed oh, okay. that they're doing that. Um, sure. <clears throat> excuse me. But Craven the Hunter was planned already. Cast, they casted Aaron Taylor Johnson for that one. Who knows? Is that Sony? What happens? That is, yeah, that, that's a Sony Marvel dealio. Okay. But I, I do think a Sony-verse is in the, the future. I think it's going to happen. With Venom and all them, you know. Sure. With I think with Tom Holland fighting kind of a, another Sinister Six. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, isn't Tom Holland kind of done playing Spider-Man after? Yeah, his his contract is done, and, and he kind of is doing, you know, talks of kind of wrapping up the trilogy. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I feel like he'll take a break, and then I feel like he could he could come back in a couple of years. For it, mm. you know? Okay. Okay. That's what I feel. Fair okay. enough. Moving on now to Warner Brothers. Uh, we have a Dune headline, another, you know, wrapping up back to Dune. Uh, the CEO of Warner Brothers suggests that Dune will get a sequel regardless of the box office numbers. Uh, he says, will we have a sequel to Dune? If you watch the movie, you see how it ends. I think you pretty much know the answer to that. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. It's great, you know. <clears throat> From DC, we get a first look at Aquaman 2, The Flash with our first look at Michael Keaton's Batman, Shazam Fury of the Gods, Black Adam starring The Rock, Blue Beetle, and of course, the new Batman trailer, which we have a reaction up on our channel for. These are all from DC's fandom. Um, what was your uh, what was your highlight of the whole event? My highlight of the whole event was getting that one screenshot of Blue Beetle. Oh, really? Okay. Fantastic. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just a big Blue Beetle guy. Mm -hmm. He looked cool. Who's, who's developing that? 
Uh, the d directors are I don't, they're the directors from um, Bad Boys. I think I believe so. Really? Yeah. I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think it's them too, guys. I th I feel like it's them. They they were on something DC. Yeah, I think it's that. Oh, you know what? No, they're directing an episode of the Marvel. I mean, uh, Miss Marvel. Come on, Khan's show on Disney Plus. I got that confused. Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, the director is Angel Manuel Soto, and he did. Uh, he's a Puerto Rican film director. Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of these are like uh, foreign films. Oh, okay, cool. So it's... yeah, one of them's called Charm City Kings in 2020. Um, Fantastic. Did okay, but yeah. it does have a 79 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Another one was Bashir's Dream in 2016. Uh, good Carta in 2011. Good leadership for Blue Beetle, I'm guessing. <laughs> I think I don't know how it'll be. Yeah. I'm still I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I'm interested. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, the Flash was definitely a highlight for me. Besides the Batman, of course, I think the Flash was cool. Of course, Batman. Multiverse. You know, we have Michael Keaton's Batman, and you have two Flashes, and people kind of talking about the story, and you know, the Flashpoint paradox. Reverse Flash goes back in time and kills his mom, so he mm -hmm. goes back in time to stop it, thus creating another universe. Um, and so people were saying that maybe one of the flashes becomes a reverse flash. So oh, very know, cool, very 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 cool story. I feel like they're gonna, you know, bring in kind of the Snyder vibe with that because Ezra Miller, you know, always pulls it in. Because I feel like a lot of this DC stuff, like Aquaman, Black Adam, is like new DC, and they're mm -hmm. kind of moving away from the whole Snyder era. But I feel like the Flash is like the last last little inch of the Snyder era. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. But definitely interested to see what comes of DC. We're huge fans here. Uh, moving on now, that's really it. That's all we got for our major uh, major companies. We have other studios. Some interesting headlines. I'll read this first one. Indiana Jones 5 is bumped back to June 30th, 2023. And people made a comment that, man, Harrison Ford is going to be so old when so <laughs> that old, premiere dude. happens. So old. I can't believe uh, he's doing it. I, I can't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even... I, to be honest, I'm not excited for this movie. I'm just not yeah. a huge Indiana Jones guy, to be honest. I don't even know how he's gonna like jump around like that. No, that whip, no you know. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. He's gonna break his hip. Uh, <laughs> Emily Blunt is in talks to co-star with Cillian Murphy in Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. She's reportedly <laughs> being considered to play his wife, Catherine. I know nothing about this movie. Yeah, I don't think there's anything of it. Like they just kind of announced it recently. It's about uh -huh. uh, the creation of the atom bomb, and I think. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. And then I think Hans Zimmer was apparently going to work on this, but he turned it down to work on Dune. As he was, should have, because yeah. that was he's, insanely good. Mm -hmm. This is child. I think he, ever since he was a kid, he's always been a fan of Dune. And he's like, mm -hmm. it's my dream to do music for that movie. So Really? He was like, I have to do Dune. You know, I have it's to. a really old book. There's mm -hmm. probably a lot of industry vets who share that same uh, mm -hmm. admiration for the, the Absolutely. franchise. Absolutely, yeah. The stories. Mm-hmm. We got the first trailer for Michael Bay's heist action thriller Ambulance, which is uh you know starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, and Isa Gonzalez. Uh, the trailer came out, and we did a reaction on our TikTok. You guys want to check that out? It it's a it looks pretty cool. I, I'm a fan of Michael Bay. I don't know how you feel about how you feel about. Uh, I'm not a fan of Michael Bay. I am a uh, I'm a huge fan of Jake Gyllenhaal. However. Yeah, yeah there you go. I like the concept of the movie, but the trailer showed way too much. It was so long. It was. You're right. It kind of showed the whole plot of. Ambulance, yep. like we get it. <laughs> it's a bank heist. Yeah. You don't need to show us. Just show the opening. You know, don't. Yep. It's agree. very predictable. You know, what I mean? all heist films are kind of predictable. 
Mm-hmm. And I love a good heist film. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially with Jake. Oh man, I'm all in here. <laughs> I'll watch it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. Uh, I'm, move- oh, sorry. I was. I was gonna say I'm, no, I'm a fan going. of Michael Bay, but his action films, not like Transformer movies. I don't know. They're missed for me. But his, his separate action ones. That's okay. That's cool. You know, like Six Underground. Uh, there was one with uh Ewan McGregor. I forgot the name of that one. The town, the island, I believe, something like that. There's some good ones there. <laughs> All right. Ryan Gosling is in final talk to play the Ken to Margot Robbie's Barbie. <laughs> the Greta Gerwig film is nearing a green light to shoot in early 2022. That movie will be something else. <laughs> I know. Based on how you're saying that, I wonder what your thoughts are. Can you be a live action Barbie? What do you think that I just like? like, I don't know what to think. <laughs> I really don't. Like, you know, I, don't I, know, I don't know what to think. Either. I don't like, know what to expect. I don't. Uh, we're just in the dark with this one, and I'm just going to write it out. Because I imagine it like a Disneyified, you know, uh, oh, no, I need to go back to my dollhouse and become a plastic doll again. But then when you see the direct, the, you know, Greta Gerwig, I'm like, oh, so it's going to be art house style? Kind of? I don't know. Very question. <laughs> Anyways, okay, we're moving on now to HBO Max. We have a fun Last of Us headline here. Gabriel Luna, of course, who plays uh, Tommy, Joel's brother. In the Last of Us says that the, he expects the show to debut sooner rather than later in 2022. Surprising. I mean, fun. I think like a May, maybe. maybe like a, like a I'm May actually release? really excited for this. I'm really excited for the show, not because of like, I just am interested to see what they do with it. Mm-hmm. Do you have to copy it B for beat, or if they kind of where do they mm-hmm. stray? You know. I want to ask: Did you ever finish the second game? I know we. Of course, I did. Okay, because man, we were having we were having a long like couple month conversation about have you finished yeah. the game? And you're like, I'm I finished there. it in I want to say like July. July. Okay. Okay. I feel like then I, I might have asked you if you finished, and you said yes. Yeah, I I talked about it on the show, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the... I loved it. I love the ending. That's good. I love the ending. I love the characters. Love Abby. Um, mm-hmm. You like the first game though better or less? I think the second game had more to say. Agreed. Okay. Okay. Interesting. The game had more to say, All and right. for that reason, I like the second one better. Ooh. Okay. I like it. All right. All right. You got these next ones. Cool. HBO Max. Uh, Gabriel Luna. Oh, that's literally. I'm so oh. sorry. <laughs> uh, House of the Dragon director aims to compliment Game of Thrones rather than reinvent it. Uh, Miguel. Oh, we're gonna try yeah, this one. So Pochnik says it's a different crew different people different tone hopefully it will be seen as something else but it'll have to earn that as it should writer i've never seen game of thrones is house of the dragon still for me uh i would say probably yeah because i feel like it takes place thousands of years before and it's kind of the it's the prequel right it's the prequel to the show mm-hmm. and uh based on what vincent was telling me this is the prime of the the house right this is the prime of the mm-hmm. house chargerian i believe with the dragons and it's you know them in their prime and then so when you get to game of thrones it's like there's all this talk of that time mm-hmm. so i think yeah i would say you know you can, you don't have to watch game of thrones at all you can hop in this one and then if you like it then go to game of thrones and maybe there'd be more uh maybe okay. more satisfaction with that show yeah. all right uh I'm yeah in. okay amazon now uh nicole kidman and javier bardem i just saw this this was like just early before streaming nicole kidman and harvey ben javier Bardem last in Dune. He was great in Dune. Ooh, he cool. was great in Dune. <laughs> he was cool. Uh, they play Lucille Obal and Daisy Arnaz, Arnaz 
in Aaron Sorkin's Being the Ricardos, which is kind of like a little biopic type vibe mm. of Lucille Ball. This is coming to theaters December 10th, Amazon Prime December 11th. The Cole Kidman looked great as Lucille Ball. Pretty cool. And yeah, and then you oh. last one. And from Apple TV Plus, Anthony H- Hopkins, J- I'm just going to restart. Anthony <laughs> Hopkins, Jason Sudeikis, and Rob M- McKellany announce Mythic Quest is getting two more seasons. Have you seen this, writer? I've seen a little bit. I've seen the first, uh, first like six episodes of the first season of Mythic Quest. Yeah. It was fun. It's it's good. It kind of has, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Silicon Valley. It's yeah. kind of like, you know, it's Oh, I heard fun. this is really good. Yeah, it was cool. I just, I just it's got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it, it's pretty great. Yeah, it stars, wow. uh, the, you know, Rob is one of the actors from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, Danny so Pudi's cool. in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I love Daniel, Danny Pudi. Yeah, so that's renewed. And then also uh, Ted Lasso is coming too. So that's of why course. Jason Sudeikis was in that little, it was like a little ad that they did. And they had uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins in it. I think he was in an episode of Mythic Quest too. Which is surprising. Who's Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins is uh, one of the old actors from uh, um, Hannibal. Oh, I know. Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. And Thor, yes, he was Odin. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but cool. yeah, that's it, guys. That's all for our major news. Here's our light news. We can just go back and forth here. Do it real fast. Let's see. Michael Caine confirms he hasn't retired from acting, despite many reports saying that he was. That's right. He did say that. Uh, he tweeted on out. Twitter. Mm hmm. Mel Gibson checks into the Continental. He set stars a new character, Cormac, in the John John Wick se- prequel series, and Colin Woodwell, Woodell. Sorry, I am all over the place with names today. <laughs> Colin Woodell will lead John Wick prequel series, The Continental, as a young Winston. Fantastic. Ozark's- the Continental is the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's with all the assassins, uh, their domain, right? Mm-hmm. Ozark season four, part one, arrives on January twenty first, twenty twenty two. No, splitting it into parts. I believe so. Yeah. Like yeah. A, mm-hmm. So instead of dropping the whole series, they're dropping like parts of. I time. think. Yeah, I think it's just. Uh, I believe it's like a couple episodes, like a part one section. Part two. Okay, Something like I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kill Bill Volume Three is still a possibility for his next film. Reaffirms Quentin Tarantino. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be down for that. They said uh, Zendaya could be the little girl uh, mm. from the first one. You know, from oh. when um, the bride was killing in the house when they were when she fought the that the one assassin in the house when she was you know uh, I don't know if you remember when they were she was like making cereal I don't remember her name oh. in the house and then and then uh, I remember a house a fight in the there. second one. Okay, it might, I think it might have been the second one actually. The one in the desert. No, no, no. That's with the not the eye patch. That's with. Oh, her. okay. It was um. I don't remember her name. So I don't <laughs> remember. remember. I'm sorry. I'm so but, sorry. But she had a little girl, and uh, people were saying, "Well, with the time change, it could be Zendaya, and she can get revenge for her mother's death against the bride." Which I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of a, that's wow. kind of a cool story." You know, I would like okay. that. And lastly, the Matrix has officially been rated R for violence and some language. <laughs> Great, fantastic. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it for all our news. That's everything. Comment down below which one got you the most hyped. We're, we talk about it. We'll talk about it in chat. And uh, let's get into our recommendations now. James, if you don't have a recommendation. I mean, my recommendation's yeah. got to be Dune. Oh, okay. also something we never talked about. Mm-hmm. I went and saw The Last Duel last week. Oh, um, how was that? How was it? That was incredible. Everyone should go watch The Last Duel. Um, I, I, I want to recommend The Last Duel 
mm-hmm. more than Dune simply because it's not I, it's like not doing good at the box office, oh. and I want to support it because yeah. I think it's a really really good film. Mm-hmm. Um, but also go watch Dune because it's just a masterpiece, and don't miss out on that and seeing that in theaters. Yeah, Dune was fantastic. I mean, I I would say recommend that one, but you know, James already did a perfect review on it earlier, so I think, uh, I think you guys have it. As for my recommendation, I think I'm gonna have to say Succession, which I cannot recommend Ooh. enough. Mm-hmm. This Sunday, uh, tomorrow actually, today's Saturday, so tomorrow as we're shooting this, uh, next episode comes out, and oh my goodness, I think the the season one premiere, I mean the season three premiere that happened last week was like the highest viewed uh, premiere on HBO Max ever. Whoa! Yeah, so I was like, man, that's, that's the really show. Succession's mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you get you and Vincent, y'all need to sit down. Put away every show, every movie that you have, and sit down and watch Succession. It it has it has the political drama of Dune kind of. It's so epic. It feels. I see what I see what you mean. It's Shakespearean, you know, because it's just a family. Mm. That's great. Mm -hmm. Anyways, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you for listening at home. Uh, We appreciate all your support. We just recently hit a thousand subscribers, which is, I mean, that's huge. It's huge. It's it's ridiculous. We're so excited for the, the future. And we look forward to making content for you guys. We have fun doing this. Feel free to give us a review. Check out our social media. It will be linked all down below. And we'll see you guys soon for more content coming on the channel. Bye, everybody. See ya.